So let's get into food and dining. You've co-written the book, The Perfect Meal, The Multisensory Science of Food and Dining, in the search for the perfect meal, which you call the gastronomic satisfaction. So tell me, is there anything really like a perfect meal? Can it really be studied as human experience and expectations are so different? It's something that you know people haven't really studied before because you know, for, for you it might be you know, uh, fish and chips by the seaside, maybe it is for me, uh, or it might be a picnic, or it might be you know, a, um, going to the middle of the, uh, uh, of the uh, sort of Swedish forest for a, for a meal in a, in, a, in a very exclusive, very hard to get to restaurant. Well, especially hard now it's closed down, but um, so every person probably has a slightly different perfect meal. And yet I think it's not a difficult question to answer. We ask people, you know, what was your best meal ever? People will sort of come up with something. Uh, and then it is different between different people. Okay. Um, but, you know, we are different as humans and yet psychology exists as a science and we can study people, the average kind of response and the sort of factors that influence the play in. Um, and so I think it's worth trying to study it uh, despite the differences and look for any commonalities that one might find and that might, you know, require you to sort of, you know, uh cluster people into the gastro tourists versus the comfort eaters versus uh, um but they know that idea of you mentioned sort of expectation people's expectations are different well that's part of the perfect meal i think you know what you expect to happen or don't expect to happen and i given this start of the perfect meal for me they're going to uh le chateaubriand in in paris probably a decade ago now uh being recommended by the chef who was working in the lab at the time but he'd recommended a different restaurant the day before and it wasn't um you know it wasn't all that great so we went to this one knowing nothing about it uh and it sort of blew you away because your expectations were low mm. it just looked like a bistro but then once you got inside suddenly these dishes kept coming out that were it was like a collective of you know young uh, gastronomic chefs uh and dish after dish sort of came out that was really interesting and uh, and delicious and it was that better than you expected that made that. And I think very often it can be, you know, better than you expect can be part of what constitutes the perfect meal through to the other bit that um, uh, I gave you, you know, uh, I'm here in Colombia and, and my parents and family have come various times. So I've taken them around, shown them all the fancy restaurants in Bogota, the capital or in the coast. Uh, and, you know, when at the end of the trip, you sort of say, well, what was your best moment? What was the best meal we've had on this, on this sort of trip? Uh, and everyone says it's not the fancy restaurants in the, in, the, in, the, in the capital. It's this little shack in the middle of a roundabout in Cartagena on the Colombian uh, Caribbean coast with uh, all the taxi drivers honking their horns. And, and it's just um, a prawn cocktail, effectively, in a plastic cup with a plastic spoon on a plastic chair in the middle of a roundabout, hot and sweaty. Uh, it's sort of all wrong in so many different ways. And yet for all of us, it was, you know, without question, the best thing. And is that then about the emotion of being then together with your family and then you can sort of maybe extract the principles and say okay these things are important uh expectation is important anticipation is important but also i think you know when you look at it closely those great meals the best meals they lasted a few minutes a few hours at best and they're gone and yet the memory of that experience stays with you for years uh, in some cases and hence you know then it becomes a whole question of Maybe I don't really care what your perfect meal is. Actually, I care about your memory of the perfect meal because that's what stays with you. That's what will determine whether you recommend it to somebody else. Go back 
Um, and of course, then as a psychologist, knowing that our memory plays tricks on us all the time, again, these sort of systematic predictable tricks that maybe make sense in some way, but by knowing that, then you can try and create real experiences of more stiction, as the marketers call it, that will then reside in memory um, and, and take that thought, you know, how do we, we create mem truly memorable meals and that gets you into you know, primacy effects and recency effects and, uh, and multi-course tasting menus that have more chance, more hooks for, for sticky memories to be created. Regarding the memory, I would say that when I was living in London and uh, missing Sweden, I could go to Ikea and have a meal and my friends is like, you can go to the fancy restaurant in town. But I'm like, yeah, but it's home, right? It's memories. Even if it's that simple, mm -hmm. it's, it's the memories that comes with it. And also like a little bit comfort food, right? Yep. As it reminds Meat me. Meatballs, isn't it? Meatballs. The thing, and, um, and don't they serve something like I saw some statistic that they serve more meals than anyone in the world at Bar McDonald's or something like that? I'm, I'm crazy. Sure they do.